0: Together with our guests and listeners, we seek to discuss, challenge, and create new understanding about how to inspire better experiences in response to ever-changing customer expectations. Hello, and welcome to this episode of All Things Considered CX. This is Bob Asman, your host, and I'm really pleased to have joining me today Greg Melia, who is the CEO of the Customer Experience Professionals Association. Greg, welcome to this episode, and please take a minute to introduce yourself uh, to our audience.
1: Thank you, Bob. Uh, I appreciate uh, the chance to to be here with your inaugural podcast. Congratulations uh, to you on it. The Customer Experience Professionals Association is the professional association for those who work in customer experience in organizations across the globe whether they're working in hospitality or manufacturing, finance and business operations, government, uh, educational institutions, or working as a consultant or a CX platform provider, the Customer Experience Professionals Association is a home that exchanges ideas, uh, inspires folks to think about CX, and is an advocate for the CX discipline. Myself, uh, I I think I came to uh, CX or an awareness of CX about the time that it was being formed. Uh, And like many CX professionals, I didn't know what I was getting into. (laughs) And this is the uh, mid nineties when I was uh, studying as a student uh, at the College of William and Mary. And I became aware of systems theory uh, and aware of the work that was being done by Peter Senge on, Uh, learning organizations uh, and really saying, how do we flip the model and have our organizations be led by inspired uh, employees that are focused on delivering outcomes for our customers? Uh, And uh, I fell away, Uh, had a little bit of a career in association management. Uh, For many years i worked for the association for people who run associations. Uh, and then found my way back to cX uh, when i became uh, ceo of cxpa in uh, april uh, of 2019 so uh it feels like it's been a lot longer than a year and a half uh, since one of those years is <laughs> 2020 uh, but i'm so proud of the community and what we've encouraged and the, the chance to work with with you and and others uh in cxpa uh, and, and thrilled to be here today bob
0: Well, it's great to have you here, Greg. I'm just curious, uh, before we get into our topic, uh, you're right about 2020. I think we're all going to be happy to put this one in the books. But you've been with us 18 months. Is there anything that stands out in those 18 months? Uh, You know, if we set the, the, the crisis around the pandemic aside for a minute, that maybe you've learned or you've observed or you've recognized about the CX profession? Because it's so great that somebody... Uh, relatively new to the profession, but with a expertise in association management is joined, it gives an opportunity for some fresh look. And I'm just curious about what, what you might have thought about an observation or, or uh, something you, you kind of was an aha moment for you. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Bob. Yeah. Uh,
1: in between that finding CX originally and and getting into association management, I, I also did a master's in social anthropology. So uh, as a, uh, Bronislaw Malinowski uh, said, I'm, I'm good at, at being a participant observer and asking damn damnful questions. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, some of the questions that have come up to me uh, as I've had a chance to get to know people in the CX community and uh, looking around the space. Uh, one uh, is really the question of uh, what is the definition of, of customer experience? And I think we'll talk about that uh, a little bit during the podcast. But it's amazing to see that uh, because we're so open to conversation and discourse, uh, there's been a lot of different approaches and a lot of different perspectives. Uh, And sometimes uh, we hadn't done the work to to come together and and just put a a definitional stake in the ground to say, let's get some key terms down. Let's get some key elements down. The second is is I found out that customer experience as a career is a very transitory path. CX leaders are uh, change leaders. And because they're change leaders, they uh, often find themselves moving from one organization to another. In some cases that's because they uh, want the next challenge to solve. Uh, And in some cases it's because the organization hasn't realized that it takes uh, strong empowerment, uh, solid leadership support, and the right talent and systems for a CX program to be successful. Uh, And then the last is is that there's an amazing growth opportunity in customer experience. I mean, the field has exploded over the last uh, 10, 15 years, including the founding of CXPA 10 years ago. Uh, And it's very hard to go anywhere where you don't see the term customer experience used. But at the same time, that development of customer experience I talked a little bit about terminology before. Next, I'll sort of talk about the the difference in development. You know, many of our members are coming to customer experience from emerging economies. So we have a lot of folks from sub-Saharan Africa uh, and uh, other parts of the world where they're looking at customer experience as a way to drive prosperity and growth. Uh, and they're facing the same questions that we faced as an industry in the US you know, eight to 10 years ago. So a lot of different uh, developmental stages, uh, a lot of different technologies, a lot of cultural impacts uh, as you look at different spots, but uh, incredible uh, diversity uh, that impresses me every day.
0: Well, Greg, those are great observations. And I love uh, how you concluded with the diversity of our profession and how important that is to the success of our profession going forward, um, so, so let, let's let's get into a little bit more about um, customer experience. And and Greg, let's face it: there's a lot going on in the world right now, and there's a lot going on with customer experience professionals and the association. And so I thought, you know, I just want to take a little time. With Greg on a very informal podcast and ask him one really simple opening question, Greg, that I'm sure you can answer off the top of your head, right? Just tell me what is CX, Greg? <laughs> Thanks, Bob, for a softball question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that.
1: <laughs> you know, um, let's start first with what CX is, is not. Uh, and when I say that it's not, These are things that are part of CX, but they're not complete enough. You know, so customer experience, you'll see in the news, somebody will say, I had a great customer experience because I ordered a package and I was informed about how it was going to be delivered in my house on time. And that was a great customer experience. Uh, You'll hear the exact same example used and say it was a terrible customer experience because then I opened the box and the uh, TV screen was cracked and I didn't know what to do, Um, you know, and uh, so uh, this idea, sometimes people think that customer experience is about that one moment, you know, it's about that process of delivery. Uh, It's about that um, sales channel. It's about that logistics in that delivery space. It's about the customer call agent who answers the phone to take your order or take your concern. Those are all parts of it, but customer experience is really a stronger discipline. It's a strategy, a business strategy that organizations can use to design, uh, develop, and implement a positive outcome uh, for their organization and the customer. So uh, if we're going to uh, to put a uh, definition on it, I-, I wouldn't want it to be your definition, Bob, or, or my definition. Uh, I- I'd want it to be a definition that considers the perspective of many different individuals. Uh, And so that's something that we set about doing um, last year, uh, brought together a number of different voices, uh, international perspectives and and folks. And after sort of looking at it, we did a lot of wordsmithing and we came down and CXPA's definition of customer experience or or CX, uh, is that customer experience refers to the perception that customers have of an organization. One that is formed based on interactions across all touch points, people and technology over time. So that really encompasses the idea that CX exists uh, in the eye of the beholder, of the eye of the customer, uh, and that a company has to be thinking proactively and reactively and interactively to create a a positive customer experience over time. Mm -hmm. CX management is the set of practices that an organization employs to meet or exceed those customer expectations. You know, one of the best things that I think has, has happened is the rise in technology that allows companies to better communicate and set those expectations. Um, I'll give you an example. When I uh, grew up, I had a board game. It was a photo football for any of those out there, pro photo football, for any of those out there who might have had the same thing. And it had these plays that you put in an envelope and you pull out to see the unfolding action. And uh, I enjoyed it so much that my parents decided that they would buy me some more plays, the additional play set. And uh, we sent off our check in the mail and, you know, had our expectations that, that our order would be fulfilled in three to six weeks, to which there was a complete period of silence and until the uh, plays finally did arrive. Um, you know, nowadays, uh, mm-hmm. I, I place some orders for a book uh, this week, and I get a text every time uh, that book hits another touch point. Uh, and after I get that book, I know that I'm going to get a follow up uh, email to ask me if the package was uh, intact, and I'll probably get another one a little bit further down the road. Can I review that book? Uh, and so it's it's really changed, and this thought to say, how do we think about the way a customer might be feeling? You know, they might be like, "Where's my book?" <laughs> and, and you decide right. the process to do that, uh, and. You know, now companies care and they realize that it's not enough to deliver somebody a product. You, you need to check in and ask if they're happy and if they're satisfied. Uh, so those metrics become a real big, important part as well.
0: You know, Greg, what I like about this version of what is CX and, and the, the, the accompanying CX management is, the fact that, as you know, we're challenged with the commoditization of CX. You mentioned it in some of your opening remarks. This really seems to focus us on exactly what is CX. And I really like the idea of it being about touch points about people and technology. Oftentimes, you know, you hear the term people, process, and tools or people, process, and technology, but incorporating that into the definition and then identifying these sets of practices on how you manage the customer experience really kind of paints a a holistic picture of it, at least when I first read this and and reacted to it. Is that the reaction you're hearing from others as you uh, brought this to the forefront? Yeah, this is um, something that has been
1: really tremendous uh, in its reception by the community. Uh, We created a a short video uh, that brought this definition forward uh, and also connected it to CXPA. We released that video and, and you can find it online at www.whatiscx.com. Uh, we released that video and it's been shared over 16,000 times. Uh, you know, so it's really resonated. And it was neat to hear people talking about how this overcomes the perception that customer experience is a reactive measurement. Uh, You know, there's a reactive process of customer service. Uh, They appreciated that it is a holistic, as you said, uh, area. And and, and we went one step further on what is CX.com. And we wanted to talk about the difference between true CX and and inadequate or incomplete CX. Uh, And that really reinforces what you're saying as well. Uh, because CX to us, incorporates four key interrelated elements. It is a customer, uh, culture of customer centricity. It is the holistic alignment of systems and structures. It is the evolution of business practices through a focus on customer needs and engagement. And then the one that I think we've probably fallen the shortest on, it is documenting the realization of rewards from customer experience. Because let's face it, uh, every organization exists to achieve its mission and to achieve a, if it's a for-profit organization, a profit. If it's a non-profit, to achieve other outcomes. And those outcomes need to be acknowledged and recognized in in our business strategy. Uh, We're not just... We, we, it, it might look like we are, but we're not just people that want to make people happy. We, we want to make people happy in a sustainable way that drives
0: organizational success. That, that's so true. And if I've heard it, or if I've been asked once, I've been asked 100 times is by, by CX professionals, how do I prove the ROI of CX? How do I realize the rewards of investing in CX? And so incorporating that into this overall um, description of CX is really, really important. I just echo what you said about that uh, particular uh, uh, element of the, of the vision. Uh, Greg, thanks for walking us through that and whew, I feel better now because you answered the, you know, you almost came close to answering uh, the question of how we achieve world peace with this definition. So, uh, Greg, great job. I mean, seriously, it's. Uh, I think that's what uh, we as CX professionals look to the CXPA for is uh, the guidance, our north star, that guiding light to answering some of these key questions that are bounced around a lot in different forms. But really, we go to the to the authority on on all things CX, and and that's the CXPA. So that's kind of a nice transition into. Um, some of the work that you and staff and the board and membership have been doing around the CXPA, CXPA's vision and mission. And I wonder if um, you would want to share some of what you're doing there, because, again, I think this is some fantastic work that is being done, uh, and, and I think it bears sharing with, uh, with our audience. Thanks, Bob. Uh,
1: yeah, and I really do want to acknowledge the volunteers and the members and the social media fans and the staff uh, collaborators who have really helped us hone in on what are some of the key issues facing the CX field and, and what do we need what do we need next? And most consistently, what I hear when we come across that is, is that we need more independent. Consensus driven work to ensure that CX continues to be a discipline that is advanced without undue influence from a particular profit motive uh, or desired outcome from one individual or, or, or one company. And part of that is really coming back to, you know, we'll go back to that question about touch points, people, and, and technology. If you were to ask me what's the most important determinant of a CX program's success, I would have to tell you that it is not the question of whether you choose to use NPS or another metric. It it, it is not whether you choose to use platform A or platform B. Uh, It is not the question of whether you are able to have people place an online order. The number one determinant of a CX program success is the leadership that is involved in that CX program. And, and that leadership, it, it really comes on, on two related levels. One it is the CEO and C-Suite's support for customer experience. And the second it is the empowerment and support for a CX professional to lead that CX initiative. And you can hear that baked into CXPA and our new uh, definition of CX professional, as well as our mission and vision. Mm-hmm. So on the CX professional, you know we want people to recognize that it takes a trained, experienced individual to lead a CX program because they have a big pair of shoes to fill. (laughs) Their responsibilities uh, were summed up in a consensus definition. A CX professional is a catalyst who enhances an organization's results by understanding, designing, and improving experiences across the entire customer relationship. These are amazing people like yourself, Bob, who step into an organization and say, we can come up with a better outcome if we think about how we make this successful for the customer. It's not enough to fix a problem once it's arisen. It is coming together and bringing together the design team with the sales team, with the engineering and delivery team, and the customer service team and the customer loyalty team, bringing them all together in a way that you set a common goal and align everyone in your, to create a consistent experience so that those perceptions and expectations remain together. So that's our core audience. We serve the customer professional and and we say that proudly in our mission. We support CX professionals to share learn, inspire, and grow throughout their entire career. And I think that's an important ending phrase there, their entire career. You know, we've just started a Emerging Leaders Award Program to recognize, foster, and support those that are new to CX. We are doing research on the academic programs that are feeding the CX profession. We are working to develop resources to help CX professionals realize that if they are going to serve more than one organization across the career span, we need to help strengthen their ability to work as a employee, as a freelance employee, a freelance worker, as a consultant, or as a CX provider. If we are successful in bringing these skills to bear, if we are successful in building this awareness uh, about customer experience, customer experience management, and true CX management, if we can have companies and organizations appoint CX professionals to lead their CX programs, we can achieve our our world peace vision. I'll use your word. (laughs) Is actually just called vision, but I'll call it the world peace vision for this podcast. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Uh, And and that is exceptional outcomes inspired by empowered CX professionals. Mm -hmm. The world will be a much better place if, imagine just if every organization that you worked with, from your local government taxing authority to your favorite restaurant, all had your best interest in mind and ensured that they took a designed, deliberate, disciplined approach to make sure you had a fabulous experience. That would be a wonderful world.
0: Indeed, it would be a wonderful world. And Greg, what I what I love about what you're talking about is you, you started this segment out talking about leadership and how important that is and, uh, it is key and it's it's integral to the success of any customer experience professionals to have leadership engagement and commitment to the goal. And the use of the word catalyst is such an action-oriented word, right? It, it means that we're going to move forward and there's so much energy around the word catalyst. Uh, I think that use of the word was just phenomenal. In, in, and then when you talk about the entire career uh, of nurturing CX professionals. It broadens out the role of the CX professional and and broadens out what CXPA is trying to do. But but mostly what I react to when you talk about the the vision and mission is, you know, a lot of companies spend lots of time doing this. A lot of organizations spend lots of time doing this. And then they hang it on the wall and they bow to it when they walk in the front lobby. And, And they don't really live it. And yet what you just outlined is uh, a a new way forward that has with it action items associated with it, be that academic or emerging leaders or or other types of programs that are going to support what you're trying to accomplish, what we're trying to accomplish as an association, as a CX professional. So that is really phenomenal in my view that we've taken this and made it into action right away, and not sat back and said, oh, we did such a great job doing the, the mission. Now we can relax.
1: Yeah, we, and we
0: have a lot of work
1: to do. <laughs> you know, we, we do, right? <laughs> we have some incredible um, projects underway at the moment. Uh, you know, as I sort of referenced, uh, we know that there are great institutions like uh, Michigan State, that are putting together resources to teach customer experience, both to students and to practitioners in the field. Uh, it, it, but we're concerned that uh, we're not sure that every course that's being offered has the same discipline and, and commitment. Uh, oh, there are a lot of misperceptions and misunderstandings out there. So you know, our first phase of research is going to be to document Uh, all of the higher education institutions we can find that are offering something with the word customer experience. And, And when we get that pile together, then we wanna go back and say, how do we make sure that every time customer experience is being taught, the instructors have the resources, the tools, the practical examples, the standardized guidance to make sure that we're all using the same principles and we're all using the uh, tested and researched methods to drive success. Um, So that's a big project. Uh, We're just completed a global survey of uh, practically 600 CX practitioners to ask them what they do in their day-to-day work and how important that is to the organization's CX success. Uh, and that's the second time we've done this survey. It's larger and more global now, but that's what underlies our certified customer experience professional certification. And so you'll be seeing some uh, revisions to that. We wanna make sure that that stays up to date, but that's an amazing program uh, You know, to think that there are people getting this stamp of approval and that that is helping them in their career and their organization. You know, they're being sought after by companies like uh, Amazon uh, to come and lead their CX programs. That's an incredible way for us to make sure that people have the practical experience together with the knowledge uh, to to run and move things forward. Uh, And then we are doing a lot of work internationally because, One of the things that's cool about CXPA is is that uh, we built ourselves backwards. We we started with the idea of what does a customer experience professional need and we put an association on top of that. So uh, in almost uh, 60 uh, cities or countries around the world, you can go and affiliate and network and connect with other CX professionals and get practical peer-to-peer advice uh, even if you're not a CXPA member. Um, But if you want to take control of your career, you know, if you you want Mm -hmm. to have that support throughout your career, you should be a CXPA member. Um, So, uh, you know, those are some things that we have going on. Incredibly uh, excited uh, about the reaction that we've had from our community for people stepping up to volunteer and and be involved and be engaged, uh, and w- we're also excited uh, about the fact that it's not just about our association members. You know, we foster and promote a respect and understanding for CX on social media, where we have over seventy thousand followers between uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. So uh, it's uh, it's great to be. Part of the movement,
0: no question, and it sounds to me like you're building an end-to-end experience for CX professionals, and that's what CX professionals strive to do in their organizations, uh, and that is to build an end-to-end uh, experience for their customers. So I we we're we're definitely um, following what we preach and and living uh, what we what we suggest as CX professionals. So Greg, I don't think I could have picked a better guest for this inaugural podcast to share with us what is CX, to share with us the great work that's being done in the Customer Experience Professional Association, the work that's being done in academia, the work that's being done with CCXP and certifications. And of course, the global nature of of this association is exciting to hear. Uh, that there's a great future, a continued great future ahead for this association. So thank you very much for joining us today for this inaugural episode.
1: Thank you, Bob. Absolutely. Um, My pleasure. Uh, Thank you for your leadership uh, on this podcast within CXPA, within the CX field. You know, I hope that people will bookmark and tune in again, because I know that you have lots of great information to share.
0: Thank you, Greg, and thank you to our audience for listening in and stay tuned for more episodes. Thanks for listening to this episode of All Things Considered, CX. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your colleagues. Subscribe to our show, follow me on LinkedIn, and visit my website at InnovativeCX.com for more insights on creating better experiences. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio.